When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Viewer discretion is advised. Your fave will be criticized. That's Chris. That's Shan. And welcome to CCTV, the nonstop pop show. And today we will be reviewing the bonus tracks from Kylie's disco album, The Guest List Edition. So if you're wondering who we are, Shan and I have a huge range of experience in the music industry, from performing on stage to working at record labels, so we have a lot of insight into the crazy music industry. So if you've made it this far, please subscribe to our channel, give us a like, and for our listeners, a rating and review on your preferred podcast platform would be very much appreciated. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, so this is actually part two of an episode because we've already reviewed the entire standard edition of Disco. So check out that episode if you haven't already. And we've had a lot of comments asking why we didn't discuss the deluxe bonus tracks. So with the release of the guest list edition, (laughs) it is the perfect time to discuss those as well as the new duets. So let's get into it. We will now go track by track and discuss the production, vocals, and lyrics and give our ratings for each song. So the first track that we're going to talk about is Till You Love Somebody, which was done by Kylie, Sky Adams, Timu Brunilla, and Lizley, or Lindsley Campbell, sorry. And um, yeah, so this track, I like it, but I have to say just to preface this, that personally, I love the disco, like, I'm going to put this down, but <laughs> the standard <laughs> disco track listing. So these four bonus tracks, I feel are bonus tracks for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so, so anyway, this one's good. I like the yeah. guitar riff, um, but it's not the most memorable. What do you think? Uh, I, you know, I, I agree. I feel like this song is like the whimsical walk home from the club after the last call from Celebrate You. So it's, it's a good little transition. It was like after we all left the bar and the, or the club, whatever, <laughs> celebrate you's playing and then the song would come on um the claps give the song energy to an otherwise relaxed like key and guitar melody I, I can't lie it is um it is very mellow it's mid-tempo for sure um the song is is a great tempo for a night at a roller rink if you want to kind of oh. just kind of skate through you know yes, like a little group. yeah mm-hmm. so i was thinking okay mm, i can see that uh the sentiment is quite nice like there are different things to live and experience and i could do alone do it alone but you know doing it with you is so much more beautiful but honestly uh the production is pretty consistent with nothing else standing out um but the you don't really know part um <laughs> you don't really know until you love stuff okay, well, yeah, yeah 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 you da-na, da-na. i don't know what the heck she was saying at first yeah same same i had to look it up <laughs> the apple music um lyrics scrolling mm. um but uh yeah i didn't know what she was saying but the ending was fun like the um uh love someone love somebody love some- right. i sound terrible singing it right now but uh yeah i think that was cute at the end but yeah i think for me i do like i agree i like your idea of it kind of like you just left the club and it's mm-hmm. like the wind down. I, I think that's a good description of it. Cause it's like a nice, like shoulder bopping song, but it's not one yeah. that you would like, you know, really dance to. Um, right. I think I do like the verses more than the chorus. I think the mm-hmm. chorus, 
it's okay. I mean, I yeah. feel like it just doesn't really go anywhere, honestly. Um, right. But I like the contrast of like the vocal effect that they have on her and then that kind of vocoder that comes in kind of just to contrast that. I do like yeah. that. And I, and yeah, the ending with the synth solo and everything is good. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But yeah, for me, it's just a seven. How about you? I'm going to match your seven. Next song on the guest list is Fine Wine. And this is written by Kylie Minogue. Sky Adams and Megan Cotton. Cotton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is like what I consider to be like the response to Monday Blues. I know Monday Blues wasn't like everyone's cup of tea, but it was just a little, it was jiggy enough for me to get even jiggier with it. Um, but yeah, the fun guitar strums and the quirky percussions in there. Oh my goodness, I enjoyed them. Um, the cowbell was interesting. It needs more cowbell. <laughs> um, I think what the, I think the one thing I really love about funk guitar is that you could hear the guitar pick on the strings. I love it, especially when it's an electric guitar. I mean, electric, yeah, an electric guitar. Um, so it makes it sound even more just more uh, authentic, more more live. Um, and the strings of the song are fascinating. There is this standing bass sound that kind of just goes mm, as a song, even in the first verse already. There's like, wow, okay. And then there's some violin flourishes like right in the beginning as well. And even in the chorus, there's some flourishes that are mixed really lowly, but it adds a nice texture to that part. Um, and the second verse has background vocals that maintain the ex- excitement that the chorus has already left us off on. And I love the lyrics of this one. You know, like, see you at the bar, you know, drinking fine wine. You like the finer things in life. Baby, follow me. Come take a sip of me. I was like, yes, girl. Listen, she's the life of the party. She knows she looks good. And yes, Miss Minogue, you have age like fine wine. I'm here yes. for it. Mm-hmm. You. <laughs> yeah, I like this one. Um, yeah, I agreed. Another great electric guitar riff um, yeah. that kind of leads this one. And I love the beep, beep in the mm-hmm. verses. This little yeah. homage to Donna Summer's Bad Girls, I think. Um, yes yeah it's really cute and yeah it's fun it's very like classy disco you know Mm -hmm. like she's like she's telling us to let loose but also like stay classy you know like right like don't have the crazy like party yeah you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah don't be a mess you know everyone in this party is wearing crazy heels and very tight dresses so it's like keep it classy that's the like environment (laughs) that I'm imagining with this song um but yeah I love the pre-chorus as well I think it's really Mm -hmm. fun with the chanting and the counting and the different languages um and you can definitely hear she's having fun like in her vocal delivery yeah um production wise I agree really little small sounds that you really wouldn't notice unless you were listening with headphones like very clearly um and carefully there's a lot of vocal layers and things like that and some fun backing vocals I love that the middle eight where she's like chocolate cake Woo! <laughs> it's like I just it's really fun yeah. and it's funny um oh, yeah so yeah I like this one what would you rate this one oh I would give this song a an eight Monday blues is still the bigger sister like the younger sister that I'm, I'm bumping with fine yeah. wine is the eldest one I like her <laughs> okay fair yes I'm gonna match you also with an eight <laughs> The third track that we're going to talk about is Hey Lonely, which was done by Kylie, Sky Adams, and Megan Catone again. And I really like this one. I think this is actually my favorite of the four bonus tracks, Hmm. um, the original bonus tracks. Um, Hmm. I think it's just a great example of a song that sounds very effortlessly joyful without being cheesy. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, And I think Kylie's always been really good about that. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think this is just a really good 
example of that. So yeah, my favorite part though is the pre-chorus. I love that she's just like, I've got a question for you. Oh, and, yeah. kind of, and then you can hear like a build in, in, in the production as well. And it's like, oh my God, what's the question? What's the question? You know, so it's <laughs> like that little anticipation is cute. Like I, I really enjoy that in the build of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think she just sounds so good in this song. I think it sits really well in, in a great spot in her voice. And even mm-hmm. when she takes it up the octave, the second verse, um, it still sounds very open. Like, like I, I think right. she was just having a good day in the studio that day, I think. <laughs> um, <Felt that. laughs> yeah, but yeah, really, really like this one. What do you think? Um, this song is, is oh my God, so cute. <laughs> but like you said, it's, it's about uh, sounding jovial without being cheesy. And I think it's because of the tone she took. Um, I mean, singing it in her falsetto, but like not like high-pitched, like weird falsetto. Um, I think the older she's getting, the more she's like, I mean, of course, when we're younger, our, our, our vocals are a lot higher, right? So now mm-hmm. that she's getting older, everything sounds a lot more balanced and not um, not grading. That's not the word I want to use because she's not grading, but it's it's high pitch and you're like, well, she can, she can get up there. But now it's hitting in this like really nice place. So it's like a sweet spot. Um, the song sounds like it's being revived in the beginning. Oh my goodness. It gives a sound of like that record and rotation, that classic vinyl sound. And the lyrics... Oh, they supplement the, the production so well. Like as Kylie's catching this lonely, uh, this lonely person's attention, there are more instruments added, a hand clap, a guitar, and then everything sounds really distant. And distant. And if I'm not mistaken, the bass in the first verse, there's an EQ. Somebody did something on it because it sounds so far away. Like almost like this person is like in a fog and nothing else. Like you know that you know you, when the music's too loud and it sounds super distant, mm-hmm. or if you're like outside, you can hear it inside of the club. Like, mm-hmm. that's what it sounds like. And I'm like, oh, okay, I like this. The second verse, the bass is more forward. And I love the low harmony in the chorus. I thought it was a dude, but it but it could be. But I think it's her voice pitched down, mm. which is cool. Um, and the second verse sustains a constant pulsation that, uh, through the bridge. And that's when the sentimentality comes back again. You know, they're dancing in the circle, looking at each other, giving you very much. I had a time of my life. And then we get swept up in the dancing again. So I'm here for all that again. Mm-hmm. Hey, what you doing for the rest of your life? I sound terrible. My voice is gone because I myself was at a disco. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, what do you rate this one? Um, I'm going to give this one. I'm gonna give it an eight. Give it an eight. What about you? Cool. I will go slightly higher and do an eight point five. Up next on the disco guest edition rotation is Spotlight. By Kylie Minogue, Sky Adams, Danny Shaw, and Kiris Houston. Now, I cannot lie to you when I heard this track. I thought it was going to go somewhere. <laughs> it didn't go where I needed it to go. Um, mm-hmm. Even now, as I'm speaking about it, I can't quite recall it. Um, uh, c- comparatively to the other ones, right? Not saying it's not good. I'm just saying it wasn't, it wasn't hitting me the way the previous song hit. And then yep. how the next song will hit. Um, so it was okay for me. It felt a little bit fillerish. You know, mm-hmm. um, there was another pitched voice that harmonized with Kylie in the chorus. And I mean, the lyrics are pretty, pretty standard issue, simple. Like, hey, I'm the star of this disco, I'm the star of the dance floor. Yes. I mean, I could I would love to see her perform it. Like Infinite Disco, the stage was great. And this would be awesome for that catwalk. Like she would kill it. I for a fact, I know she'd kill it. You know, just kind of grooving mm-hmm. down it's cute um what did you think about it 
Yeah, I agree. Uh, not my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Even Kylie's filler tracks are better than most tracks by other artists. Really? So <laughs> even though it's not the best, she's just set her standard so high that Preach. it's like, you know what I mean? So it's not a bad song at all, but it's just the album is just so good that in mm-hmm. comparison, this just feels kind of not as good. Um, yeah, so for me, I think the highlight of the track is the use of the talk box, um, mm-hmm. which it was done by Lindsley Campbell for this song, as well as on Dance Floor Darling on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, he's performed it with her as, as well. Um, and I think the talk box is just so cool. You know, yeah. like we always yeah. say like, oh, your voice is, you know, an instrument. But like, this is really like <laughs> turning it into an instrument. And I think it's actually used quite well in this yeah. throughout throughout the song. And especially, obviously, he gets to, like his moment in the middle eights. Right. Um, where he gets to basically do his own guitar solo with his voice essentially <laughs> is what it sounds like um so yeah other than that though it really doesn't stand out to me um yeah. like it's cute and, and, mm-hmm. yeah that's mm-hmm. kind Agreed. of it so yeah. it's a bonus track <laughs> what did you rate it um you know like I said it's still not a bad song so I'll give it a seven um uh, but mm-hmm. definitely my least favorite on like all of disco probably yeah even more than unstoppable yes oh <gasps> Holy smokes. Actually, to be fair, that song has grown on me since we did our review. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear that. Also, the extended version. Okay, so there's an extended version of Disco hmm. that's been released on vinyl only. And yeah. um, I really hope it does get a digital release because a lot more background vocals, a lot of new ad-libs and stuff are in there. And oh. it's made a lot of songs even better. So just if anyone has a vinyl player, I would recommend it. And hopefully it gets <laughs> on streaming at some point. Yeah. Copy that. I agree. I agree. Um, And... So that being said, I, I do match your seven as well. So the first of the new duets on this guest list edition is A Second to Midnight with Years and Years. And this one was done by Kylie, Richard Biff Standard, Duck Blackwell, Ollie Alexander, who is Years and Years, and Martin Ciolier. <laughs> I don't, Ooh, know. I don't yeah. know how to say that. I'm sorry if I just ruined that. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so this song, I'm going to be honest, I was a little underwhelmed the first time I heard it. Um, mm-hmm. I just thought it was going to be a little more powerful. I think it was a little more understated than I expected. Um, yeah. But it has grown on me a lot. Um, this is just another great example of effortless joy. Um, it's not hard. I mean, it's very hard not to smile, at least. At the very least, like when you're listening to this, especially when you're watching the music video too, like it's, it's just right. one of those songs. So um, yeah, I think it's great. I think it kind of works for like a game night and it also works out in like the clubs. Like I think it's, it, it's a good, like kind of this like middle tier song that just kind of works in like a, all these different settings. So yeah, what do you think of it? I, I think I agree with you. I think when I first heard it, I was expecting a little bit of oomph. Um, but uh, yeah, it is a nice little middle ground for both. Again, a sweet spot. I love the synths and the flourishes and the twinkle before the pre-hook. There are a lot of interesting sounds on here. And I think this is, uh, I think not one of the only songs, but probably one of the only songs uh, on the whole disco, this whole disco era that is like pure future funk mm-hmm. because I didn't feel disco from here. I felt like very future funk, maybe some EDM, future bassy kind of like, you know, that kind of thing, not full pure. Yeah you know, but in the vein of disco. Um, so I appreciated that. Um, and I have to, have to be honest, I only heard of years and years, maybe like I heard one song by them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, okay, but their voice didn't stick in my head. Oh, honey can sing a little some some. I was really enjoying Ollie's voice. It's very like, it's smooth. It's like butter. Um, I love their tone and the live version of them singing it together. Oh my God. 
Yeah, it was very cute. Yeah, the chemistry between them is great. Totally. And I love that I could that they were harmonizing together. And I love that the uh, the background vocalists, they just made everything sound so much more full, more uh, entertaining. And it, it, it really, they emphasized a lot of the harmonies I heard. And I thought, oh, this is nice, but I want a little bit of more um, oomph. Uh, again, 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 the whisper bridge was like the sensual and passionate part. I enjoyed that. And that's probably the part that I like really, really liked the most. Yeah. for sure um but in the video i have to say i was a little confused about what was happening with the bridge and the choreography <laughs> um <laughs> what was going on i don't know who choreographed it but this person likes interpretive dance for sure <laughs> you know? i mean i think it was supposed to be kind of silly i think the whole thing so i the, I, I think with that it kind of made sense i actually i love the video yes. um i think that actually helped make the song grow on me as well mm-hmm. um first off kylie looks amazing yeah that cheetah coat yeah i think the cheetah coat is actually an homage to her what do i have to do video from back in like the early 90s i believe um where she also wore a coat like that and her hair was very similar to that as well um Mm -hmm. but i love that they just went off the whole i think with the same line as like the entire (laughs) video concept because the flashes of them like in being each other yes they're so quick and like they really kind of make you question, especially the first few times you're like, wait, what just happened? Like, right. did I just see Kylie in that wig? Like what? Right. Um, so I loved that. And that's great, like replayability. Yeah. You know, that that's one of those things where you want to go back and, and watch it. Um, yeah. the, all the people in masks and things were a little strange. Um, <laughs> but again, like, I think the whole thing was just really silly and fun. Yeah. I loved the all the lights and and yeah, oh, yeah. very cute video. And yeah, I'm, I would happily watch it over and over again. Right. I mean, I, I watched it over and over again just to kind of figure out what was happening. I just think, like I said, the choreography of them circling each other um, mm-hmm. with the bridge. I was like, this feels very much like, you know, be prepared. I just felt like, oh, <laughs> like what's happening in the Lion King. Um, and I have to say, these two dressed as each came and speak. I love it. These two dressed as each other re- reminded me of, um, have you seen Th- 30 Rock? Yeah. Yeah, it reminded me of Jenna and Paul. When she was dating the man who was dressed <laughs> yeah. as her, um, and the clones. Oh my goodness! Again, like it was just really fun. Um, now, like I said, some choreography. I was like, "What is happening?" Even if they weren't taking it very seriously, I think at this point, as a fresh fan, as a new fan, I've noticed a lot of choreography. I was like, "That doesn't make no sense," but it's Kylie, so I'll accept it. You know, um, performance-wise, I'm like, oh, "What's happening?" But you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, I think this person choreographed it. It wasn't the person from the X tour. It wasn't the person from this tour." You yeah, know, yeah. so. Um, but again, they appear to be having the time of their lives, and therefore, I felt the same way. So, congrats, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So I give the song an 8.5. It might grow on me. So don't this 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 is not a fixed number, y'all. Because yeah. y'all be coming at us. Like <laughs> I mean, again, I, I can't say this more, but like this album is amazing. So yeah. uh, like we're being really critical here. Right. Um, especially right. and a lot of disco has grown on me since we did the last video. I feel like a lot of them would be tens now anyway. So anyway, <laughs> for me, for me, yeah, I really like this track. Um, and I like Ollie as well. So I will give it a nine. Up next, we have Kiss of Life with Jesse Ware. And this was written by Kylie Minogue, Jesse Ware, James Ford, Danny Parker, two producers who worked a lot on Jesse Ware's album, Shungozo. <laughs> Shungadozo. Shungudzo? 
Yes. Yeah. A frequent collaborator for Jesse Ware and also co-writer for Little Mix songs, such as Touch and Wasabi, iconic songs, of course. And if you have not heard or seen our Pop 101 featuring Little Mix, I implore you to do so because we went from the Rudy to the 2D. And I must say that episode was so much fun to film. So definitely check that out when you have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So Jesse Ware, well, first off, so disco obviously has kind of made this comeback, especially during the pandemic or right before, right? With like Dua Lipa um, kind of heading it. Um, and then, so Jesse Ware is right up there with yeah. kind of the, the queens that have, the pop queens that have like embraced the disco sound. So her What's Your Pleasure album is awesome. Um, so if you like disco, you will like this album. So if you haven't heard it, I definitely mm-hmm. think you should. She definitely goes with the more like, I feel love kind of aspect of disco where it's yeah. a little more sexy and sultry. It's not as, um, it's not as like glittery as Kylie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> right. But so this track, since it is done with more Jesse Ware's people, more so than Kylie's people. So I love that this actually now adds some depth to the disco album and brings the sound to it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's so much fun. I, I, I think, first off, I love the percussion in it. I love all the different drums and, and mm-hmm. how funky it is. And then the play between Kylie and Jesse, they use all the tones they can. Like they whisper, yeah. they do some like really like sassy, like phrases at each other. Um, there's like long drawn out vocals. There's like more like quick, like very like, you know. Yes. Like, yeah, so Staccato. it's just like staccato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, really interesting song that just keeps your interest the whole way through because you don't really know where it's going kind of the whole time, which I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yo, I agree. I think the dynamic range is what really snatched me with this song. Uh, and very much like what you said, it gave me Donna. Oh my God. I was sitting here yeah. like, holy smokes. Um, the spoken parts, the sensuality, that groove. And I know that, you know, Apollonia 6 and Vanity 6 um, are like 80s, but the layered kind of like speak singing that is so Prince. And then it gave me Tina Maria as well. I mean, they're both, they're all white women, uh, Tina, Jess, Jesse, and um, Kylie. But see, the thing is this song right here, if I kind of slip this in a, a little bit of a, in my mom's playlist, she wouldn't even know. Mm-hmm. Like they, they gave me blue eyed soul, honey. Um, but yeah, this could have been recorded in the seventies, kept in the vault for many, many years. And I wouldn't have even mind if they go, oh, hey, this came from a vault. This was so good. It was dis- disco decadence. And like you said, it added the depth that I think that you and I were discussing we would have hoped for for the standard edition. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that she needs to be all like dramatic and like emotional, but I like when she kind of goes a little bit lower, kind of, you know, sings from her gut, gives me some of that growl that I like. Um, there's a sustained horn section in the beginning that makes me feel like these two divas are taking the stage um and jesse's section of the song is very much fun okay the background vocals and the ad-libs are unpredictable and i love that switching up the verses are a favorite pastime of mine and the lyrics are demanding but not domineering it's just like i've been doing this i've been doing that come give me some love maybe a little please but not not i'm not begging you i want to say please just one time honey after that i'm telling you give me my love give me my kisses um and i think one of my favorite moments is the switch up of um the top line in the pre-hook so the pre-hook mm. in the beginning was a lot simpler and then when it came back around you have some like speaky singing moments and oh my goodness can we get into that performance yes yeah. yes so they just performed this track together on the jonathan ross show mm-hmm. they killed it it was everything i wanted from them um and they looked like they were having the best time 
And also those six background vocalists, shout out. <laughs> they were also living their best lives. <laughs> yeah, with the yes. snapping. Um, and they also made full use of them. Like the backing vocals were done, were sounded amazing in that. Yeah. So yeah. I agree. I think this was one of the first performances I've seen in a really long time by a Western artist that was A, this much fun, and B, actually sung live. No offense <laughs> to- <laughs> no offense to anyone. I'm not saying you're not talented if you don't sing live because you're dancing or whatever, but they gave you performance. They gave you theatrics. And the only people I've really seen do that are like maybe like a Doja Cat sing and say so, or like Chloe Bailey singing live or something like that, where they have like the disco, they have like the disco theme going on. They're giving you the, they're giving you the camp. All right. Mm. I haven't seen that in a really long time from a lot of Western artists because everyone wants to be really cool. Right. They're not mm. thinking about cool. They're thinking about the divas of, of yesteryear used to do this. We're about to kill it right now. And uh, speaking of camp, <laughs> that video, what's going on? <laughs> I think that video is the definition of camp. I remember someone asked me what camp meant. And I, mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of weird to describe because it's like, it's like uh, all you know you're like it's like over the top but like kind of weird you know like I don't really so much nuance to that like it's yeah, like- yeah yeah and this is a great example I feel like now I can just send them this video and be like this is an example <laughs> of camp um, right <laughs> because it's absolutely ridiculous but like yes. extremely entertaining yes. um and I really have no idea what's going on the whole time I think having watched it like five or six times now I think Kylie is either a really annoying patron or like mm-hmm. or just or a food critic I could I couldn't tell right. if she was like a more like prestigious person than just a right. regular patron and I right. guess she's at Jesse's restaurant mm-hmm. and Jesse just eventually just goes <laughs> like Kylie's taunting her and then she just yeah. like goes crazy um Jesse's yeah. great she's a, as soon as <laughs> yeah. Kylie walked in she was like <laughs> she walked I think if you were to describe camp it'd be like a purposeful extraness just to mm-hmm. kind of like simplify it um, again, this nuance, there's so many different things that go into it. I mean, Kylie coming in with the glasses and the hats and the everyone being all like extra giddy. And then Jesse being extremely particular about the tomato being sliced a certain way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, honestly, I, whatever I say about the video is just going to add on what, to what, what you said. But um, at this point, Kylie is Kylie has done everything she needs to do. All the iconic moves she needs to make, they're done. And I can respect that, all right? At this point, she doesn't have to prove herself. Mm-hmm. And what else can she do, you ask? Um, have fun. And that's what she did in this video. That's what she's done with this album. And I think a lot of fans, new and old, can literally look at her and be like, if you don't know who she is, honey, you know now. She doesn't have to sit there and open up her top, get butt injections, do all this crazy stuff to get your attention because she has made her mark and at this point you either step up to her level and hope you don't get lost under this little australian dynamo's heel okay i'm just saying (laughs) yes (laughs) yes oh man all right so i will give this one a nine how about you i agree i will also give this a nine so the final new song on the guest list edition of disco is can't stop writing songs about you with Gloria Gaynor, and this one was done by Kylie, Daniel Davidson, Ian James, who is an awesome songwriter who's worked with Little Mix and some of our favorite K-pop groups like Shiny and EXO, and also the artist Sinead Hartnett, which is awesome. Um, So first off, it's amazing that Kylie got Gloria Gaynor on a song. 
I'm gonna be honest. I thought Gloria Gaynor had at least retired. I mean, I don't know. Has she released anything new? Yeah, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Um, but yeah. So I I definitely had high expectations just knowing that she got Gloria Gaynor on a song. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely was quite underwhelmed the first time that I heard it, but Mm -hmm. it is an earworm. Um, I did hear it out at a bar the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, and the crowd was like loving it. Um, and yeah, and it's like been in my head a lot. And so it's grown on me quite a bit just in these past couple of days that we've had the song. Um, and I think though the chorus is very simple, I think the all the build in it is actually quite subtle. And, and I think Gloria sounds great, like really warm tone and, and a very interesting contrast to Kylie. Um, oh, yeah. Especially yeah. when they sing together, like with Kylie doing the backing vocals behind Gloria's verse. It, it's like, it's just an interesting contrast between the two. Right. Um, so yeah, I actually enjoyed a lot. And um, I'm curious what they're going to do with the song. I believe a music video has been filmed. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah. What do you think? Uh, you know, uh, Gloria, what's up, girl? How you doing? We've been missing you a little bit. Um, honestly, she might, she might be one of those cases where it's like she's been working, but like, unless you like really on her heels, you wouldn't really know all that much. Um, but uh, she doesn't really have to do much. I mean, she... She said, bow, here is my work. Here's my opus. Um, I don't have to do anything else. Goodbye. You know, like, so. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, the baseline of this song was giving me sass, honey. Um, and I feel like I didn't get it much as I wanted, um, like with the melody of the song, mm. right? The delivery of the vocals reflected sass with a little bit of vocal fry and a little bit of like mm, yeah you know there's some sass in their vocals but the melody itself was just a little tepid um mm. you know i think it's the oomph i wish we could have gotten a punchier chorus though at least if you're going to have like these more subtle more sensual kind of not biting that's not the word i want to use but if you're going to have something like that as a verse mm. give me punch in that chorus or give me something that's a little bit more powerful um or a little bit more passionate i didn't get that from them um with the chorus and i just kept thinking i just can't stop loving you by Mm. michael jackson they don't sound exactly alike but for some reason like i just can't can't stop writing songs about you i just heard i just can't stop loving oh right about you you know so like for whatever reason my brain kept switching the two um but it it it's okay uh gloria gainer i'm glad she hopped on this because she didn't have to <laughs> you know so, no because some some divas they're like hey i ain't got shoot look at patty labelle i i ain't heard patty do a, a duet with someone this big you know what i'm saying aretha franklin was beefing with beyonce because she called tina turner the queen like this is so many things <laughs> like you know um but she's a legend in the disco community and she's probably one of the the, the few women we have left that people are like can recognize at the drop of a dime um and again she doesn't have to prove anything else so i'm happy that she decided to step down from her lovely 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 um sky and uh, grace us with her presence but she's a goddess she sounds great thankfully because some people lose their voices and like you yeah. said she's like how old is she 78 i think exactly the goddess yeah. has descended to give us some vocals so thank you yeah. <laughs> all right so what do you rate this one even with all that said, goddesses, I'm gonna give y'all a 7.5. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give it an eight. I'm gonna give it an eight. Okay. All right, so moving on to our cut or keep section. So out of these new tracks, or well, the bonus tracks and the new tracks, what would you cut? I'm going to cut Spotlight from this album. I cannot even remember it now. Like out of all these songs I can go through, 
I can't say I remember it. And again, this album set the bar so high that spotlight was just like, oh, kind of got yeah. it. Yeah. What about you? I agree. What would you yeah, I would actually cut spotlight as well. Um, even with the original deluxe version of the album, I, I never really remembered that it was there. <laughs> yeah. um, I was kind of just like, bring me back to magic. <laughs> Let's start back. <laughs> Let's go back. Yeah. Um, all right. So I would, so for keep, um, I would probably keep kiss of life. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's a really interesting addition just to Kylie's back catalog in general. Yeah. What do you think? Agreed. Agreed. And I would actually keep a fine line. Just like fine line. Okay. Nothing is cute. I would love to play this for someone. Again, I would like to play this at a game night or like a hangout with my <laughs> girls or something. I, again, you've opened my eyes to different possibilities. And with that being said, what's your overall thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just glad we got more Kylie tracks. I absolutely love this deluxe version. First off, the physical is beautiful. It is. <laughs> For those that are listening, I'm showing our viewers this yeah. beautiful album. Um, and to be honest, though, the most exciting part of this is that there's a DVD of Infinite Disco. Oh, <laughs> <on here. laughs> oh my God. Which is still the best virtual concert that I saw during the pandemic. And I was very supportive of, of all the artists I like and, and watched a lot of them. And Infinite mm -hmm. Disco is still for sure the best one out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's great. I think the three new duets are great. I think the Dua Lipa version of Real Groove was perfect. Mm -hmm. um, I do wish the rumors about Lady Gaga being on Supernova were real. I'm sad oh that didn't God. come to fruition. I hope maybe, oh. let's just put that in the universe. Maybe it still can happen. Um, so. but yeah, other than that, yeah, I think these tracks add a great depth to the album. And yeah, I love it. How about you? Um, honestly, I feel, I feel the same. I feel like, um, Disco again was one of my favorite albums along, uh, with the Rina Sabayama album, the Sabayama album, uh, mm. by the way, y'all listen and watch our pop 101 about Rina. We had a giveaway and if you missed it, sorry, but it's still a good episode. Yeah. Um, again, that being said, uh, those two were like my, my favorite albums for sure. And this made me happy because usually when I hear extra tracks, I'm like, oh God, these are the ones that didn't make it. Oh, I'm okay with this. Yeah. Like, and then the fact that she had duets to kind of add a little bit of more oomph, a little bit of zhuzh to it. I appreciate it totally. I got what I wanted with Kiss of Life, a little bit more depth, like you said. Um, I, again, if she's still going to go with this disco thing, I still, still to this day, would have liked a little heart break anthem because there's nothing better than being heartbroken and dancing okay it's like oh my heart is breaking but my booty's shaking my yams are shaking I wish we would have gotten that mm -hmm. um you know but again Kylie is at this point where she can just have fun and do what the hell she wants to do so if she decides she wants to delve a little more into the sad but give you a little bit more of you know yam shaking music I'm happy for her she's got time she's got money and she's got vocals so Yes. <laughs> All right. So what are your, what's your final rating for these, these seven tracks? I'm going to give it a, an eight. I'm not sure what I gave disco. I forgot what I gave. Higher disco. than that. I'm sure. I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think, I think with all those songs that just kept hitting me, hit me, hit me on disco. This one was like, okay, mm, uh, it's a grower. Yeah. It's too many. Like, yeah, exactly. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I will also give it an eight solid. But yeah. clearly, like I said, the four bonus tracks were bonus tracks for a reason. So, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. So what do you hope is next for Kylie? I mean, you kind of said it already, but anything else to add? Yeah, um, I would like some more performances. 
um if she does a tour and she comes to america that'd be so amazing even if she doesn't um i hope she records the tour so i can watch it because again i have grown to really enjoy her a lot Mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean if she gets a chance to do more good for her um i don't know what else to expect from her i've just just been watching her on instagram just enjoying her at this point like (laughs) do you have any expectations as a real like you know diehard fan from back when <laughs> yeah I mean well yeah I mean I think everyone just wants her to tour at this point that really is where she you know shines the most and this mm-hmm. album there's so much potential for this album to do like a really cool tour um yeah. I mean but in the meantime I'll just keep re-watching Infinite Disco <laughs> <laughs> not the placement of the album in the frame <laughs> you know what and on that note, you guys, tell us all what you think about the Disco Guest List Edition and other bonus tracks. And let us know your thoughts in the comments below about the songs. Do you agree with us? Do you disagree with us? Let us know. We're here for it. And don't forget to follow us on all of our social media at CCTV Pops. Please give us a like, subscribe to our channel, and hit that notification bell. And for our listeners, give us a rating, a review. And please don't forget <laughs> make sure to do this on your preferred platform and until next time that's chris that's jan and we are cctv Bye.